BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Two-thirds of the people that you're hearing are over 40. Welcome to the club, Travis. Fernando's still a baby. Yes, indeed. Oh, the lung cancer is setting in. That's good, bud. All right. Well, the opposite of adults, children. Let's oh. start off today with the Sound of Freedom. Ah. Mm. Evidently, it's this movie, right? And it's doing really well. People seem to like it. It's, what it's, is it? I, I don't know. It's about it? child trafficking, and then everyone's like against it, obviously, right? Sure. Except for one of the main uh, funders of this thing. His name is Fabian Marta. Okay. Yeah, he was arrested for child kidnapping. What? Oh. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. But he made a movie that he said, don't do that. And he said, don't do it. And he paid a lot of money. But then he did it. Oh, my God. So this projection again. Always is. So the film Sound of Freedom, it's burning up the box office right now. (laughs) So lame. These box offices went out for a weekend uh, for spring break, and all they did come back with was a burning in their box. (laughs) And it is because of Sound of Freedom. Hmm. And the film is doing well. (laughs) And apparently now this Fabian Marta guy who was charged with felony child kidnapping in July. And uh, but then he was also investing a lot in this movie. So I guess maybe he thought it's like when the uh, the thousand pound sisters, what they said, their mom said to them growing up was if you have a little sugar, if you have sugars, mm-hmm. then you have to have a diet coke and it cancels it out. Oh, so maybe right, Fabian said, right. yeah, I'm going to kidnap children, but I'm going to make a movie, movie that says don't do right. it. Don't do it. It's Very always good. the people. hypocrisy. It's literally always the people you most expect yeah, to be doing it. Like, it really well, is. Like Jared Fogle running the, the fat kid's camp, and then he'd oh, come around oh. and be like, hey there, kid, uh, you need to dump some weight, huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. Perhaps they could just play a little bit of motivational songs from Lizzo oh. and drop a few oh. pounds. Topical! <laughs> so this guy is a piece of shit. He's 51 years old. He was charged in Chesterfield, Missouri. On my birthday. Hey, oh, happy isn't birthday. that nice? He was charged on July 21st and arrested on July 23rd. So I guess they gave him two days just to see if he wanted to go snip around a couple of more <laughs> ballparks for children. <laughs> right. Uh, they provided a booking of the, they, they got a photo of the guy there, his mugshot. And um, there you go. Screenshots of the uh, film have been removed from all of his social media posts. Oh. So I guess he's not trying to, trying to hurt that uh, there. Oh. So anyway, hmm. um, and uh, yeah, he's, uh, he also talked about making the film. And it's nice to have someone who really has a hands-on approach to the topic. Yes, I didn't know the sound of freedom was the sound of a child screaming. Yes, indeed. Really exciting stuff from a 40-year-old Travis uh, Irvine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's, I mean, we all know, I'm going to acknowledge that it's just QAnon propaganda. This whole movie is just a yes. bunch of BS. That, uh, didn't they? Well, we all this... agree that child kidnapping is wrong. I haven't seen it. Right, I haven't it's, seen it. It's no. very wrong. It is wrong, but if you watch this movie, all it's doing is actually distracting from where child kidnapping is sure. actually happening. Right, so right, right. if you focus on what's happening in this movie, you're actually hurting uh, people that are trying to stop child trafficking. Yeah, and, and it's also hurting. It's hurting the bottom line to Mission Impossible. Oh, <laughs> and it's in Barbie Tom. and Oppenheimer. We Barbie help Tom. Absolutely. So according to uh, one of the screenshots that were posted, he says the sound of freedom. The movie tackles a very tough subject mm. and took extraordinary efforts to bring it to the movie theaters. 
like making it and then paying to get in theaters. I'm proud to have been a small part of it. If you see the movie, look for Fabian Martin and family at the very end of the credits. And family? Is it the 14-year-old you kidnapped? That's not his real kids? That's crazy. So his bail was set for 15,000 bucks. I mean, my goodness, buddy. He's in Missouri, so it's obviously in Missouri. Child kidnapping is a class A felony. I figured it probably would be in all the states. If found guilty. He's looking at 10 years in the pokey, which is uh, going to be a horrible experience Oof, for yeah. him, as yeah. it should be. Yeah. yeah, It's called the pokey for two reasons. You get <laughs> shanked or you get poked. Exactly. Hubba hubba. All right. Well, that's just a little bit of one of those stories that came out where you're like, huh. Huh. Saw that coming. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not interesting. Yep. Right, right. My the Democrats God. are all pedophiles. They're pedophiles. The Democratic Party is pedophiles. Uh, Marjorie, what about all those Republicans that got busted for uh, child sex trafficking? I don't recall. Marjorie, why did recall. I get a picture of Biden's dick from you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's Hunter. Yeah. 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 That's not Joe's dick. That's Hunter's oh, big ass. It just said Biden's dick. I was just oh, all right. <laughs> no, it's hard to tell. Well, speaking of big dicks, let's move on to politics <laughs> and get out of the culture war, shall Hi-yo. we? <laughs> Hotel entrepreneur. Oh. No, not Donald Trump. Oh. Robert Bigelow. Hmm. What? A man who sounds like he's produced more porno than fucking uh, <laughs> so, uh, Larry Flint. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was a big fan of his son, Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. Male yeah, Gigolo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. That child was obviously uh, created through anal. <laughs> so Robert Bigelow, uh, he is the biggest funder for Ron DeSantis. Oof. But as we've been following on this show, which is the money that we've been following, uh-huh. he has given $20 million so far Whoa. to the Never Back Down Super PAC. But now he has said, I'm done. Oh, He's done. Another billionaire Another out. billionaire in the Woo. DeSantis circle, Man. which Man. does show you how many he had. He had right. a That's a lot of people. Yeah. So he only gave him $20 million. Oh, only. how is Ron ever going to uh, survive in this heated political climate? This is what Bigelow says. He says he does. He needs to shift and he needs to get all the moderates. He'll lose if he doesn't. Extremism isn't going to get you elected. But um, what did. the fuck did he think he was? Right. <laughs> Ron yeah, DeSantis was no one paying isn't... attention? <laughs> How did you give someone $20 million and be like, I'm just with that moderate DeSantis out in Florida? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. DeSantis' entire political career exactly. has been predicated on exactly. extremism. Yeah. And culture wars. And culture wars. Mm-hmm. And fighting Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> and Minnie. Yeah. Well, not yeah. legally. Right. <laughs> no, Minnie, Minnie actually is uh, not allowed to fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> not allowed to she's fight. She's barred from fighting. Yeah, she's barred from fighting. So when asked what the specific policies were, Bigelow cited that DeSantis is signing of the April bill in Florida that banned abortions after six weeks was one of the big reasons why wow. he is uh, never going to give him money or at the point he's not going to give him money uh, at this point unless, of course, DeSantis changes. Now, it's interesting. Ohio, I was just reading an article, might become a little bit more purpley. Because Possibly. of abortion. Yes. Yeah. We are dealing with that. In fact, I want to encourage all Ohio listeners, don't forget to vote before or on Tuesday, August 8th, in this ridiculous special election uh, that the Republicans have put up because they're trying to make it harder for an abortion rights ballot to pass in November. So get out there and vote no. So this vote is to try to get a ballot off the off the papers? It's basically the Republicans. So they just want to stop democracy. They created a special election in August to make it harder for a ballot initiative to pass. In November. So basically, they're trying to make it harder to amend our Constitution. They're trying to make it, you need 60% to pass, as opposed to 50% plus one, which is how every other election works. Right, because right, yeah, that's right. kind of the whole predication. That's, yes. the, that's so, kind of the whole point of democracy. And to your point, Ben, as long as issue one, which is on the ballot uh, next Tuesday in Ohio, as long as that fails, and then the abortion rights amendment passes in November, then yes, Ohio becomes a little more purple. All right. right. So right now, Bigelow has said that uh, a lot of DeSantis's donors are still on the fence and they want to see him again kind of uh, take a more moderate tone. My question is, if he does that, he's going to lose the little base that he does have. Those crazies. The people who are, again, you know, the perhaps evangelical right, whatever it might be, very socially conservative individuals uh-huh. who yes. might see hope in DeSantis. If he loses those, tries to make a moderate push, the moderate's going to be like, we know you're a psycho. Yeah. And then his true supporters are going to be like, you turned your back on us. And then he finds himself in Mike Pence land, right. which is no man's. Oh, uh, no one talks to Mike Pence. Yeah, that's the interesting uh, conundrum with the Republican Party base. 
It's Roger Stone who actually told me that is like the Republicans, their problem is they can't win without the evangelicals, but they can't win with only the evangelicals. Right. right. So if you go too far, right. you don't have enough moderates to pull you over, but you always need to give them a little little taste so they sniff around your candidacy. But mm-hmm. my, qu- my question is, this is honestly the only thing that seems to matter to the evangelicals because yeah. they don't care about any of the CRT stuff. They don't care about any of the immigration stuff. This is the only thing that he really that he's winning them with. Right. Well, yeah, abortion the abortion is the issue one. is yeah. huge for the evangelicals. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Uh, in some ways, I'll just take it from personal family experience. Um, mm. Race is it's about religion. Yeah. If you're an evangelical, my parents go to a Haitian church. Right. You um, said that. Obviously, right. there's probably racial crossovers, but that wasn't preached. You know, we had black pastors coming in all the time. Right. I mean, everyone was singing and dancing horribly in Cracker <laughs> White, Wisconsin. Sure. But uh, that wasn't really it. And immigration the same way. My father's an immigrant. Uh, there is a kind of a belief. If you are a true evangelical Christian, there is a belief perhaps in rational immigration policy. Yeah. You- George W. Bush actually ran. Obviously, as a very proud evangelical, yeah, under a relatively sane immigration policy, yes, or at least attempting to be a sane, right. uh, have sane immigration policy, and then nine eleven happened, and everything uh, yeah. went well, out. Yeah. Went yeah. Different, different. Yeah. So you're right. This is the big point that evangelicals love about Ron DeSantis. Yeah, is his stance on abortion. So for him to become more moderate with it, they would fall off. And again, moderates aren't that stupid, and they would know he is a wolf. In dumb clothing. So, however, <laughs> in Iowa, so as we've talked about, Donald Trump, now he's on his third indictment. Yeah, He'll have his fourth coming soon. <laughs> it hasn't really seemed to affect him that much in the national polls. People yeah. still, still cheer him on. They're still cheering People him on. They're like, he's going to be the greatest yeah. president from prison of all time. <laughs> right. However, in Iowa, it does look to be hurting. Uh, mm. Donald Trump, that is. Only 44% of likely GOP caucus attendees said that they supported Donald Trump. That percentage is down 10 percentage points from nationwide Republican primary voters. Oh, so wow. Iowans, Iowans, they mm-hmm. might be turning on yes. Trump because of all of this stuff. There is a Midwest sensibility, obviously, in Iowa. And I do think they see him getting uh, in a little bit too much legal trouble for their own comfortability. And the only pushback I would have is that, again, as we've talked about on the show, Iowa is not always an indicator of who eventually gets to the nomination, especially on the Republican side. Right. Trump lost the Iowa primary in 2016. A man named Ted Cruz somehow oh, won that right. one. And so, you know, maybe if Trump does have a sluggish showing in Iowa, I mean, still 44 percent, you got to think a lot. if all the other candidates are splitting up the rest, no mm. one will top him. Um, but at the same time, it's also a caucus system. So, it's, right. again, it's to that the loyalists who show up to all the meetings. But I don't know necessarily if Iowa is an indicator of where the rest of the nation and is. And if you're Ron DeSantis, you're second in Iowa polling right now. However, that still only puts him at 20 percent. Mm. So he's still 24 percentage points below yes. right. Donald Trump with Tim Scott coming in at nine, uh, Vivek at five, Nikki it Haley four, Mike mind. Pence three, and yeah. and uh, Chris Christie in there somewhere. We'll talk about it, who's going to be on the debate stage yeah. uh, later in August a little bit on in this episode. But right. um, so, yeah, I guess if you're DeSantis, you're like, that's a little bit of like we're second in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. It's a long second. Yeah, it's mm. a long second. But also, again, don't forget the caucus system is. Uh, they allocate the state's votes via each candidate, right? So it's like it's not like the primary system where it's winner take all, right? Um, uh, those uh, those those votes basically will get split up. So you got to look at that, Ron DeSantis. He will get some votes at the convention mm-hmm. through Iowa, the mm-hmm. caucus system. Um, but I yeah. like the caucus system, although there is some concern it can lead to intimidation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also yeah. like people having to talk about it. Yes. You got to go be like, why do you like Donald? You well, got to show up to the meeting. Yeah. Have you seen a picture of Hunter's cock? I can't vote <laughs> yeah. for anyone that has a I got a one in my the- email that my nine-year-old opened. <laughs> Quite shocking. These voters in Iowa also think, according to this poll, that Donald Trump has a better chance than Ron DeSantis in beating Joe Biden. So that's pretty huge. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's kind of the okay. big one, right? That's kind of the big one. So anyway, uh, DeSantis, again, he had his presidential campaign. Uh, kickoff and he has raised 100 million dollars from his super PAC never back down and they're looking to hire canvassers in all 99 counties in Iowa so get ready Ooh. knock knock oh I wish you were a Mormon you're here for DeSantis <laughs> get out of here get off my lawn I wish you would back down but you actually did have that experience of knocking on doors in Wyoming and it's scary wear a bulletproof vest not oh, even joking not even joking that was the scariest canvassing job I've ever had in Oof. my entire life 
Some people think the libertarians are liberal and they're going to go get their gun. <laughs> liberal libertarian. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Interestingly <laughs> enough, also just lastly in Iowa, because it's just a one state, but it does matter, uh, Pence is underwater with white evangelicals. Oh, oh no. no. 48% like him, 49 don't. Hmm, that's crazy. 49% of white evangelicals in Iowa are like, Pence, you're a cuck. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? He's like the most evangelical. Of, yeah, of that's exactly it. Well, maybe the term underwater is good for the evangelical. It means you're getting baptized. Oh, Jesus time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, perhaps. All right. And then sticking with Statehouse uh, news here from Texas, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. He has officially been charged with uh, fraud and uh, it looks as if he uh, is he's looking at significant time. Yeah. Yeah. All the charges go through and I imagine he's going to go to trial. It's going to be a big deal there in Texas. He he appeared in court. Uh, He was the judge said, look at me. Look at me straight in the eyes. And of course, he can't. Uh, he's, 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 he's a weird face there. Okay. Uh, he is a suspended attorney general. He entered and exited the courtroom through the back door. Oh, and not yeah. in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, <laughs> okay. including our our back door, our back holes. Uh, his wife, state attorney Angela Paxton, uh, she wasn't there. Aww. Yeah, so he was all alone. And he go through the sad. back door. That's usually when he's uh, it's, uh, the wife. Usually knows that's when he wants to be alone. Right. She doesn't need to be there. Uh, I don't really remember the story, but there was a divorce, right? Or are they still married? The Paxton? They're still together. Still She's like That's a state senator. She herself. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. technically the AG, I believe. That's yeah, so he crazy. He, he's he's just suspended. The, yes, exactly. And she was not allowed to vote in his impeachment right. in the state Senate because, yeah, you know, they, they seems like they got a healthy marriage. Yeah. <laughs> in no way is it just a marriage for political expedience, uh, much like... Bill de Blasio and his wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, uh, Shirlane there. She had to break up with him because he, quote, uh, broke ranks. He broke ranks running Which, for president. What a loving marriage. That's <laughs> how I feel about it. Like Ron DeSantis and his wife. Oh, yeah. Like Newsom and his ex-wife. Oh, and, yeah. Know. Yeah, he's got the Kim. charm of, what, what's that clip? Did we, 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 we got that clip? We do have that clip. Do you want to play Ron, this? Because you made a good point here. Ron DeSantis is so weird. So I know we talk about it on this show a lot. How weird is he? Uh, I'm not a human. No. I'm not a human yet. He's not. I'm not a human yet. You also mentioned Gavin Newsom, and uh, this is really going to get everybody's butt quack, butt quacks, <laughs> butt cracks wet. You're like DeSantis cracking my whistle today. Is, you're cracking my whistle. DeSantis and Newsom might debate. Oh, oh my God. God. It's a dream come true. I can't wait. Wow. Can, that can so much get your sex. Lose. Can so America <laughs> handle the hunkiness? <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, DeSantis does make... Make Newsom look more human. Yeah. And of course, DeSantis is about as human as a bottle of straight up lube. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just play this clip of Ron DeSantis attempting, I guess, to be charming. I don't know. The uh, caption is he's the male Hillary Clinton. Totally fair. Uh, and uh, it's because, again, he just seems as if he's never talked to anybody. To people. But he's a governor. Yes. Okay. Well, we're uh, I'm here. I don't know the other one. Okay, all right, all right. It's good. It's good. All right, we'll say hi to everybody. Oh, my God. Will he say hi to everybody? I don't think he will say hi to everybody. I want to isolate that laugh. Rob, can we play that laugh one more time? (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. Oh, man. You know, okay. You know how sometimes. He's an alien, right? He's an alien. Well, actually, I'm thinking he's he's being too human. And it's a human thing we do. Like, you know how when there's a really pretty girl, a really pretty boy, and they tell a joke that's not funny? Sure. But you go, ah, ha, ha. 
yeah. because you're flirting. That's he's, not being too human. That's called being fake. <laughs> yeah, but, wait a I'm minute. Saying he's just, I think he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying. Too hard. He's like, trying. He's too hard. Because too hard. he's not. Yeah, because <laughs> he sucks. Anyway, he will be on the debate stage. This debate is going oh. to be August 23rd in Milwaukee. Oh, my God. Mark your calendars. The good land. As a matter of fact, I might have to go visit. That'd be so fun to go to this. Yeah. Live from the talk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. The sponsors are Fox News and Young Americans Foundation uh, and Rumble. Huh. Oh, Rumble. Isn't Is that, that like a exciting? dating website? I don't know. That's, uh, no, you're thinking of Bumble. Oh, okay. I think I've yeah. done my Rumble jokes before. It's when you eat a lot of cheese and you're lactose intolerant and you go on a date. <laughs> Hi-oh. Because you met on Rumble. Well, we all and know you how take Milwaukee. Dumps. I'm just being gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. Milwaukee does love cheese. They do. Brett Baer and Martha McCallum are going to uh, be the uh, moderators there. Wow. Donald Trump. Can, can debate if he wants to. But he said he doesn't want to. Right? As, as of now, um, I can't see it really hurting. I, I feel like push comes to shove. You know, when you're like, I don't want to go to that party anyway. But then you see the pictures. And, and they're like, having like, a lot of yeah. fun. I'm just yes. going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go. Well, he's going to have fun. Major. And the thing is with Trump is like his supporters obviously are already going to back him. He's a, already a candidate. He's polling very well. Although half of the supporters in the Republican Party said if convicted, they would peel away from him. Peel away. And Which so, is interesting. So this is basically a showcase for anyone who, so, to step up and, and be the next choice. Basically. Right now, the aforementioned alien DeSantis. Yeah. Ah, I'm, I'm not, not a, a human yet. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, we got some news on Vivek here in a second. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Chris Christie, and then Doug Burgum. Uh, Doug Burgum, of course, the man who literally paid for right. your for yeah, your yeah. support. Give me a dollar, and I'll give you a gift card. Kind of <laughs> like I actually kind of like that. Yeah, you just you cut, cut, let's stop with the middleman bullshit. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to help out your farm. No, here's a gift card to Applebee's. You fat fuck. <laughs> did I get your vote? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Lizzo, you stop. Got yeah, <laughs> he's the Lizzo of presidential oh. candidates. Well, speaking of. What was trending on Twitter, which was the term white Lizzo. <laughs> oh Chris Christie, gosh. which I don't know if it's offensive <laughs> or not. So funny. Oh, no. so Chris Christie is the white Lizzo. I was like, He's white mean Lizzo. Too. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to see a picture of myself and get offended or hurt. <laughs> Chris Christie, in an attempt to make himself look presidential, he visited Ukraine. Uh, again, he's just a private citizen. I'm not even sure how he got the clearance to go. Once again, he probably just paid a bunch of freaking money. Mm, yeah. So Chris Christie went to Ukraine. He put some flowers in a memorial wall of the people that have died during the war. This is Christie's first time uh, to Ukraine since the Russian invasion. Uh, also, of course, for former Vice President Mike Pence visited Ukraine in June. We've seen politicians hopping over there in the recent months to get their photos uh -huh. taken yeah. uh, next to uh, Zelensky. And to make themselves seem like they're strong during war times, mm. again, even though they are well protected and not really <laughs> yes. living the right. war lifestyle, much like that Malcolm Nance character oh, yes, uh, who yes, goes yes. over there and all of his fatigues are bought the day before yeah. <laughs> at the army surplus store and are cleaner than my clothes on a good day. So <laughs> pretty clean. Zelensky posted a photo of himself uh, shaking hands with Christie on what used to be Twitter. It's now X still taking a while to get used to that. I also don't want to think about X and Chris Christie because I don't <laughs> want to go down that rabbit hole. You mean triple X? Well, it's just all the, all the hubs. It's all X hubs, all this stuff. I don't want to think about it. Sure. No, no, indeed. Hub, tub, Chris Christie, president, dead. Okay. <laughs> this is what Zelensky says. He says, but she's still calling them tweets. But it's yeah, on X. Tweets. Yeah. So they're not called X's? Buddy. I would have called them Zeets. I'm it makes, it makes, makes no sense. I'm so it fucking makes no sense anymore. This whole thing is so stupid. <laughs> he says, and it's very important that Mr. Christie began to, his visit to Ukraine with a visit to Buka to huh. see with his own eyes the threat to freedom and uh, to everyone in the world posed by Russian aggression. He says, I thanked all Americans, each and every one, for their vital support. So Chris Christie, again, attempting to make himself seem as a great uniter, mm. the same strategy he had with Obama. Right. And uh, it uh, really falls apart once again. I mean, sort of been making shadow jokes a little bit about Lizzo um, coming off as really nice. And maybe <laughs> she wasn't so nice. I don't know. Right. That's for a different show. Mm. But Chris Christie coming out as a uniter. But then you have Bridgegate, you have Beachgate, you have every gate under the freaking mm, sun. Right. 
Um, and it doesn't seem his actions really reflect that. Right. 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 I would agree. My question, mm -hmm. uh, pr uh, presidential expert Travis. Yes. Hello. If, if uh, this guy, Chris Christie, became yeah. president, would be would he be fatter than Taft? I would have to look at the data. I don't know. We Taft's, are fatter in general now. We are fatter in general now. It also depends hmm. on uh, Mr. Taft's height, I believe, also. Because mm. Chris Christie, I've seen him in person. He's very short. Oh. So a lot of that <laughs> he's is. Like the, uh, it's like the. Um, what's the name of that game? Violator from Spawn. Yeah. Oh, like a. Or even John like, yeah. like one of those mascots that's got like a hula hoop for a tummy. <laughs> yeah, like the orange. <laughs> Literally how the, the Chris Syrac Christie walks. The Syracuse orange yeah. thing. Yeah. Or, or Gritty or gritty, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except Gritty's in better shape. And of course, if you want to really get aroused this summer, check out Chris Christie playing baseball. Oh, God. <laughs> that guy should run for the. Moose Knuckle Party. Hello. Wow. <laughs> so that's Chris Christie. And again, he will be on the debate stage, no doubt, uh, touting his uh, expertise and his ability to go meet with foreign leaders sure. and to govern and all of what? the things that no. he says he can do. That's very interesting. When in reality, when he was governor, he, he did none of those things. Now, I do have a question on this debate. August 23rd, mm -hmm. Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. No Yunkin. Yunkin hasn't officially Not yet. announced yet. He hasn't announced yet. yet. Right, now, right. again, a lot of the donors I was reading, as we've been talking about, so you had Bigelow, we've got all these other guys. Yeah. They all want Yunkin. Interesting. So I think he might be waiting and, you know, the hottest girl at the ball, I think he might be waiting to right. show up just to the last right. minute. Oh. Well, and that's kind of a, a strategy, too, is watch the first debate, see how it goes, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I could kick these people's ass. Right. Yeah. And then you announce. All right. Also, when it comes to people who are going to be on the debate stage, Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, Still can't believe he's a candidate, but. I mean, I just don't know what he's running for. He or running on. What platform is this? He has said okay. publicly that he would not do what Mike Pence did on January 6, 2021. <laughs> so, so he would violate the law? <laughs> yeah. So he would um, not run away and would have got hung. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Which part? Yeah. 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 So he says he, he was. Okay. So Vivek Ramaswamy, he would not say if he would have certified the election. Okay. He says, I would have never let it get to that point. What, does that, what mean? does that mean? I don't know. He says, I would have never put myself or been part of an administration if I was in a serious position of leadership to ever have allowed that to have gotten to that doorstep. Does he mean this anti-Trump? Like, I would have no. never let Trump. He doesn't mean it like that. I, no, because he's trying to get the This is just the easiest Trumpers. fucking answer yeah. is no. I, I don't think that that was right when they tried to overthrow the election. Yeah. It seems simple. That's all. Simple answer. But they're all trying to tie themselves in knots because they're courting that. Yes. The Trumpers, you know, they Trump can't gets say indicted no Trump. and where yeah. the Trumpers go. Yeah. So he says again, he just keeps on saying we never would have been in that position. Why? Yeah. How? No I, answers. Yeah. I don't know how he thinks. That's I mean, even... he never would have been in that position because at that point, well, when Trump was elected, he was still too young to even run for president. There you go. So that's what he meant. No, <laughs> I, I would never be so. in that position. I was too young. I don't think so, but he is going to be on the debate stage. Uh, Ramaswamy has argued a year of systematic, pervasive suppression of truth led to the riots on January 6th. And then he says the final domino of the domino effect uh, was that started, it started far earlier than just that uh, day or that weekend with the speeches and things of that nature. He says, so he's sort of blaming uh, the institution. I, 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 it's a tightrope that I think is very, I don't fully get it. I, yeah, I don't know. It's almost like he's uniquely unqualified to even be running for president right well, now. The reason I think this guy is even on the stage is just because he's rich, right? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, he's he's self-funding his entire he's, campaign. Exactly. And yeah. so there's all these other people that, like, you know, Ron DeSantis, who need They'll the money coming in. Yeah. yeah, but, but if you are guy, the billionaire. Yeah. yeah. But exactly. then he also says he would not pardon Trump if he is found guilty Good. of selling secrets for, uh, for private personal gain to foreign adversaries, but then he's also previously said that he would mm. pardon Trump. See, this is the thing because he says that it's uh that he's that what's going on right now with the former president is politicized persecution through prosecution. So he kind of he kind of went uh what's the he went uh, he went king with it. What's the name of the uh, boxing promoter? Oh, Don King. Don King. Oh, it's, he bet on both sides. <laughs> well, and also, it's, just, it's politicized persecution through prosecution. Oh, <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, thank wow. you. Can I have a fork for that word salad? <laughs> yum, yum, yum. So he says, <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it's it, it totally, uh, I don't know what he means. I have no idea who this person is. Yeah. <laughs> I get less informed every time he speaks. Right, because he's <laughs> right. not answering any questions because no. he's not a politician. I wouldn't pardon Trump. This is a persecution for political reasons. 
Also, I would never would have happened on January 6th if I was there. Also, they were doing pretty good stuff when they stormed the Capitol. <laughs> What's up, Vivek? Look, I think sometimes <sighs> in the age of Trump, you will get questions from audience members right. that make no sense, mm-hmm. and you have to answer it in a way that you want to still get their vote. This is how it was when I ran for governor of Ohio in 2018, and people would be like, what do you think about Trump's wall? I'm like, well, I'm running for governor of Ohio. I'm nowhere near the southern border. I don't know about the wall, but I can promise you I'll build a big bouncy wall along Lake Erie, and I'll make Canada pay for it. (laughs) And then they loved it. There you go. Also, more in sync and Backstreet Boys posters on these walls. Oh. Uh, from my understanding, it's a lot of young people coming over. Oh, yeah. Mm. And you know how they love the boy bands. Yes. <laughs> so, also, do you guys know? So, for Mike Pence, who is possibly also going to be on this debate stage, I believe, possibly. He's stiff as a board up there. Um, <laughs> he is selling some new merch. Oh. And do you know what his merch says? Oh, um, uh, the fly landed on oh, me because gonna- I'm delicious. <laughs> I was no. going to do a fly joke. Okay. No. Um, mother loves me. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It says. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm Mike Pence and I'm hung like this. <laughs> I could see Pence having a deceptively large cock. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know There's why something either. very like. Something very strange. God, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he I don't know why. God. There's, just, there's something about a guy like that where you're like, hey, there's something going there's on. There's nothing else going on. There's nothing. nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's why. You got to yeah, have yeah. something. Every guy got to have something. Everyone has something. Yeah. The campaign slogan, you'll see it on many t-shirts in Goodwills all across America. <laughs> Too honest. What? Too honest. So that's what Pence's campaign <sighs> slogan is. That's his campaign is, slogan? Is too honest. Who approved too honest? that? Who too honest. approved that? You, there, there was levels of AIDS <laughs> that that went through and yeah. not one of them goes, what, what the, the hell does that mean? <laughs> so, too honest? Too honest. That's I, Buddy, if I knew, yeah. I'd tell you. Yeah. I tell the audience. I mean, I'm thinking of multiple other ways to promote your honesty and just like a fun, more fun catchphrase. Like, honesty is my business, right? Something sure. like that. He makes it sound like it's bad. Like yeah. he's too honest. Right, you right. Know, like- uh, Mike Pence, not for sale. There's <laughs> so many things. There are some. I think not for sale has uh, that been be used good. before, right? Ah, damn it. I would have preferred that. Certain. And also, you want those billionaires, you definitely got to be for sale. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, they're all obviously, so obviously for sale. And again, they're all looking for their billionaire matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Too honest. <laughs> is there someone with this is hitting though? Is there people that are seeing Mike Pence as too honest, and they're like, "Oh, that's a shirt." It, it could be an evangelical thing because they do, you know, the Bible says don't lie. So yeah, well, right now, so qualified for the debates again, as I mentioned, Trump, DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Haley, Scott, Christy, Burgum. Oh my god, they are all qualified because of the money goals. Right. Uh, however, when it comes to money goals. Uh, Pence has not yet uh, <gasps> succeeded in making money or in raising money, of asking for money, of begging for money, Please. and then talking about how everyone wants a handout in this country. Can I have ten dollars? He's too honest. <laughs> Can I have ten dollars? He's too honest. He's too honest. <laughs> Asa Hutchinson also not right, uh, and then a series of other people like Larry Elder, which I kind of forgot who was running. Who's running, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we um, mentioned it one time. Her Suarez Binkley. Right. The fuck is Binkley? And then the Miami mayor. Johnson. Yeah, he's not even on here. So I don't even yeah. think he's qualified uh, for any of it. And again, it seems as if that Miami mayor is in it for a couple of bucks. Yeah, right. Well, and this will be interesting because this debate, I think, then kind of separates your wheat from the chaff, if you will. It, and and I do think, because this is like prime time. This is going to be on Fox. This is going to be 9 p.m. on Fox. This yeah, is prime yeah. time. Big so, time stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, this is what's going to start to separate in the same way they had to do in 2016 because there were 17 candidates. They had the main debates. Right. And then they had the little kid debates. Which was so funny. It's like, <laughs> it was George so funny. Pataki yelled this at Lindsey Graham. You won't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. They, I think they're really <laughs> trying to do that, like, Republican cinematic universe just to get people watching and money yeah. coming in. Oh, right? yeah. All this of is that. all it is. Because like, sure. they know that it's a waste of, of time and, and resources, yeah. but it's, it I mean, brings in money. Well, right. not, to be, not to be too uh, innocent-minded here, but okay. we do need debates, right? Oh, you, you know, do need debates. Debate. Okay. A waste we do need time. But yes, but to your point, it 17? Will be, it'll be like, and I'm going to make sure to kill all those rapist Mexicans. Whopper, 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 whopper. We'll return after this whopper. Yeah, 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 now yeah, it's time yeah, for our yeah. sponsorship from Nissan. <laughs> so to that point, I do think um, televised debates should only be on C-SPAN. And should have no advertisements. Yeah. Make them make politics boring again. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> That's what I love. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, 
Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Donald Trump also made a little bit of news when it comes to fundraising. Obviously, again, he's making a lot of money because a lot of working class people are giving him their hard-earned dollars. He's spending most of that, and we'll talk a little bit about the indictments here. He's spending most of that on legal fees, and then evidently he also paid $108,000 for strategic uh, consulting, strategy consulting, to hear Pierre Braillard uh, for the first six months of 2023. But that was just for Melania to get her hair done a whole bunch. What? Oh, my gosh. But they said, here, Pierre Braillard, it was strategy consulting, but really it was just making wow. Melania making Melania young again. <laughs> <laughs> well, golly. Well, you need to have that young trophy wife if you want to be a successful president from jail. Yes, I suppose so. So we'll see if that has any, if that if that has, there are some people trying to make it a scandal. That's not a scandal. Um, I, think but the I don't know what sca- else he's going to That's what he does. So yeah. I don't. The bigger scandal is that Melania doesn't love him. She fucking hates him. <laughs> and she won't even hold his hand sometimes. Well, we just don't know that, do we? Yeah, I guess you're right. To be a no. fly on the wall. Do oh. I just have to do these fucking Christmas things? Remember when you said that was Christmas. when I loved Melania the most. You're like, fuck these Christmas shit. I hate these. I, I don't, yeah. I'm not go- do I have to do this? Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Real classy gal there. And uh, yeah, to be a fly on Mike Pence's forehead indeed. <laughs> All right. Wait, what's that fly saying? Fly, What? Is, how does it taste? It's too honest. <laughs> it's too honest. What a fucking... Millions of dollars are being yeah, spent on these no, campaigns. There was AIDS. There were so many people that just like approved that. I just, Ben, if you came to me with that kind of but stupid slogan, I'd be like, I'm sorry, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of things that are not too honest, the Supreme Court. Ooh. Donald Trump has asked the Supreme Court to step in Uh-oh. and uh, condemn Jack Smith's investigation oh. and the charges. Oh, the gosh. Supreme Court has uh, not mentioned anything yet. Hmm. Uh, Trump said, I'm leading in the poll including against crooked joe but this is not but this is not a level playing field it's election interference and the supreme court must intercede interesting so he wrote that on his social media stuff yes he did and he probably did as a direct he probably also texted it to the three justices that he appointed (laughs) he was like hey do me a solid please lord i got you where you are now and i think you owe me something Mm. well that's a I mean, the Supreme Court is busy. Alito is busy saying that Congress has no power over any ethics. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, well, this that's is interesting. a whole other thing. Yeah. So this is an area where I will agree with Alina Kagan. Uh, I don't necessarily want to have a beverage with her, but who gives mm, a fuck? Oh. Because she's right on this. I don't really want to have a beverage with any of them. No. I like beer. I like beer. Well, oh, yeah, Kevin. Hey, hey, Brett, can you give me my beer yeah, back? I just like you, beer and taking things in our mind. hogging all the beer. Ugh. Good. Get out of here, <laughs> frat boy. So... Alina Kagan has come out and disagreed with Samuel Alito, saying that, you know, the Supreme Court does not have rights to just do anything. And Congress does have the ability to um, to uh, correct the Supreme Court if they're doing something unethically. So Kagan has come out and she said, quote, it just can't be that the court is the only institution that somehow is not subject to checks and balances Absolutely. from anybody else. We're not imperial. Yes. yes. It is nice yes. that there is a person on the Supreme Court sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And is actually saying, hey, guys, what the hell are we doing here? Mm-hmm. This is really getting out of hand. Yeah. Well, and there is supposed to be a checks and balances system yes. between the three branches of government. That's how it works. That's why the executive branch appoints your Supreme Court justices. That's why you're. Congress, your Senate committees approve those Supreme Court justices, but then it's like, okay, so after they have the job, they're just on their own? It really is interesting. And with Kagan, to her credit, she was concerned, and this is almost adorable, because I would say she should be called too honest. (laughs) She was concerned that she received a gift from high school friends. You know what it was? 
What was bagels it? and locks. Oh, I oh, love bagels. And she was like, I think I've got to tell them. Oh, my I God. I got free bagels this and locks. This is so and, adorable. And the bagels and locks, they're going to come and they're going to talk about how they're great. They're better. They're the best bagel around. <laughs> right. And I'm going to have to I'm going to have to recuse myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The bagel <laughs> company has business in front of the Supreme Court. And I just got to say, those were the best bagels I've ever had. I'm going to recuse. So she literally received bagels and locks. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Thomas received Billions so much from Harlan Crow, yeah. yeah, and billionaires like Harlan Crow. So at least it seems as if there's a couple of people on the Supreme Court being like, "What is happening?" Yeah, because yeah, the third branch of government has been—it's completely out of—it's insane right now, right? Oh. And there should be a check and balance, not just before they get the job, but after they have the job. I think that's totally within the periphery of Congress. Yes, and she has said that the uh, the Congress can, in fact, regulate the Supreme Court. And of course, that would be good because theoretically, those people are more connected to the American people Mm. than the nine individuals sitting in the ivory tower making some of the most important decisions in our country. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was interesting. So let's move on. Let's talk about the indictments here just last night. Uh, This is a big deal. Obviously, the walls are closing in. We've been hearing it ad nauseum for so freaking long. And um, it has not been. I mean, I think it has desensitized everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But. As things continue to go down, we're going to mm-hmm. see what happens now in Georgia. Um, this is pretty serious stuff. Oh, He's yeah. looking at significant time. Oh, yeah. If I was him, I wouldn't want to be him in a million years, whether he ran for I wouldn't want to be him during the good days or the bad days. He's such a miserable fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he has got to be sweating this. But, Travis, what do you think as far as these indictments go? Which ones do you think are the most significant? For right. me personally, I feel like it's Georgia. Yeah, and George is the one that's because you got that yeah, audio literally yes. drop. Find yes. them out. So you gotta find them out. It's like that's weird. Right, right. Well, and that's what's so fascinating with all these indictments, right? You have the New York indictment, which is the sexual assault. Um, and that's you know, that is those are city that was, county yeah. charges. Okay. Right. Um, so that's the woman who um is Carol, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yes. So that that's what's Oh, happening. that's right. That was the one who he said her he she has a dog a cat named Vagina. Yeah, something that's like that. Right. And whatever. You know, that that so that is New York. <clears throat> And then you have Miami, which is your classified documents. And don't forget, you also right. got very comical audio of him yes. <laughs> literally bragging to <laughs> yeah. people that he had these if things. If I was president, I could declassify that, but, but I'm, I'm not, not president <laughs> anymore. So I'm technically committing a crime. Isn't that fun? <laughs> He's That's so literally stupid. almost what he said. He's and then, of course, he, his attorneys dumb. were like, uh, stupid. It's just yeah. a whole mess. So I, I honestly would push back a little bit, Ben. I think the Miami charges are pretty big. But the thing that might um, destroy those is the fact that the Trump appointed judge in charge. Yes. She has a lot of control mm-hmm. over uh, admissible evidence. All well, of those she, things. I was reading. So did she like mess, mess up on some clerical stuff? She didn't swear in the jury properly. There's all kinds of She's only she's been like, like on the stand for like 15 days. Yeah. She's an unqualified person yeah. that he Why? appointed the judge. Yes. Why like, is she the judge in this? Because Trump was like, you'll be fun later when I'm in trouble. <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's pretty much, you know, all of it. And that's why you see him. He's like calling out the three people he put in the Supreme Court. He's like, sure would be nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. Threw me a bone. <laughs> From the courtrooms to the stage, Donald Trump was just in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, he's downplaying the indictments. He calls them ridiculous, an act of desperation. Uh, he was talking to 2,700 people there. And uh, I will say his crowds, they are still bigger than most presidential right. oh, people, yeah. Yeah. but uh, it's not as big as it was. Oh. Right. He says the only civil rights that have been violated in this matter are my civil rights. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> so, struggling. He spoke for 40 minutes. Uh, he called Jack Smith deranged and a sick person. And then he also went on social media and says, if you come for me. I'm going to come after you. So then the judge also had to hear that because apparently that was like inciting violence. Theoretically, it's kind of a threat. Yeah, it yeah, is a you threat. Can't, you yeah. also and, like, can't um, do that. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the courthouse, I believe this was the one in Georgia. They have every agency under the sun working. Secret right. Service, FBI, CIA, yeah. Al-Qaeda. Right. They have every <laughs> single, if you got a gun, they they want you. Well, I guess they want you far away, I suppose. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But you well, got the Secret Service theoretically there to maybe protect in case of an assassination. Oh. But then you know, there's so many different yeah, things. There's a lot of you, scenarios. You got his followers. You got people who right. absolutely fucking hate the guy, obviously. Yes. And, and then what? And then these Jack Smith, because keep in mind, Jack Smith was also in charge of the investigation with Miami, the documents, because uh-huh. these are federal crimes. So they're bringing in the bigwigs. Um, and these these last indictment charges, this is about January 6th. Yes. So this is in your D.C. court system. So he is now wow. charged in three different states and three different uh, penal systems, judicial Ooh. systems, 
And now, yes, to your point, as we talked about earlier uh, on the show this year, the Georgia Chargers are going to be him attempting to overthrow, to throw an election, wow. having the Secretary of State, it was called on audio, mm-hmm. find more votes. And as we said, the Fulton County prosecutor has asked for mucho, mucho more security uh, around the Atlanta area when those charges drop. And they were saying yep. middle of August, sometime in August. So we're looking at a fourth indictment here before the end of the month. And I will say, when it comes to motivation to run and win for president, he has it. He needs it now. He literally says they waited until I was dominant in the polls mm. to press charges. It's uh, not true. Uh, yeah. It was bound to happen because <laughs> how... he never wasn't running for right. president. Because right. Right. he never conceded. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So my question's in uh, this. Don't these court cases, won't they happen after some of the elections? It depends. It could okay. be, so yeah. Or, what, or what, simultaneous. What does got, that mean? Well, he's got the Manhattan District Attorney, so he's been charged with the 34 counts of falsifying business records. Right, right, right. Oh, the hush money The thing. hush money, right. And the sexual assault stuff. Which I, that's all in New York. Yeah. And then they're bringing in the Gene Carroll evidence into right. this one well, as well. Oh she my had God. gotten a settlement out of Jeez. it, but then they went back to the court because now it's... He keeps talking he said shit. Something yeah, again. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so he keeps... Uh, <laughs> man, he's really good at getting himself in trouble. And he says every time they file an indictment we go way up in the polls which is true he says we need one more indictment to close out this election oh man man Uh, that guy uh i hate that he's so good at talking like that so my (laughs) follow-up question is incredible i've never seen someone so happy to be so fucked (laughs) so (laughs) stupid so my follow-up because i I, and i feel like i always ask this what can he pardon himself for out of all of this? Anything all of federal. It. All anything of federal. So anything all of it. federal. Anything federal. Because yeah, yeah, some, some of it is state. Is state. Yeah. For example, the hush money payment charges, in which their star witness for that one is Michael Cohen. Obviously, um, that one. Those are like state. Those are like New York charges. So that is something yeah. he cannot. Um, also, pardon himself. Michael Cohen, a convicted felon. Yeah. I'm not sure how much weight the jury will give him. Oh, no, that's, my no, only, that's your star witness. That's your star witness. Yeah, no, that's what but, happened. You know. Like that big uh, corruption trial we had in Ohio, that's what happens. Someone pleads guilty, right. they get a deal from the government, and then they spill the beans they on spill all the, bean, the other right. people. The, so. bigger, the bigger fish. Exactly. Um, and yeah. That's what racketeering, you know, your, mm. your RICO cases, mm. and that's, you know, more or less what that is. Uh, Donald Trump, again, making a lot of money off of this. His, He's a billionaire. Literally, his election, literally, his campaign contributions are going Towards these legal fees. That's crazy. I suppose the people giving him that money know that. Uh, He has a new ad where he calls uh, Jack Smith, Mm -hmm. uh, the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, quote, the fraud squad. So he's doing the fraud squad. And it does roll off the tongue. Yeah, he's better at the names. He's Mm. not too honest. That's for sure. No, he's not too honest. Uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville, this total fucking piece of garbage, obviously out of Alabama, former football coach, which makes it all so much worse. I can't believe he was there to mold the minds of children because he's a total psycho. He says he had a tough week. (laughs) We need to stand by him. So he's still got his supporters. And I suppose places like Alabama will be. Continue to be a safe haven uh, mm-hmm. for the Don as these uh, go on. But yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's insane that someone who is this brazenly criminal, yeah. I mean, caught on audio, it's all there. And you just wonder at any point, these poor Trump supporters, like we saw with a lot of the January Sixers, right? They're like, I was duped. Right. I was wrong. Right. I was tricked into this. And, you know, I even wonder with Jack Smith's D.C. case, I mean, how many hundreds of people now have been arrested or have charges brought against them for January 6th. And a lot of them have been talking, saying, I was convinced to do this because of what the president said. And you got to wonder, you know, Cowboys for Trump, the Q Shaman, are they going to bring in some of these people to be star witnesses too? Same deal. Get a plea deal, less time, and, you know, blame it all on Trump. I definitely think there's a correlation between these people and the lack of Adderall. I uh, evidently we're running out. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot, of, a lot of Q shamans going to bust pedophile rings. Uh, a Comet Pizza getting all hopped up. Well, just lastly, speaking of people who don't like Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, um, he had that. We played it last episode. He real froze up there. Yeah, froze in real up life. there. He had to restart. Uh, he had a fall. Freeze a frame. Beep, 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 beep. That's Hogs Day. <laughs> um, he had a fall a couple of weeks ago, and nah, he'll never. That's how you die. That's yeah, why, it again, it's yeah. truly a national security threat to have people this old in power. Um, there's already now a fight to see who is going to replace him as Senate Minority Leader. Mm. So there's a lot of lot of infighting going on, or 
lobbying for that position. Right. But it does seem as if the Republicans um, know that the writing's on the wall and he probably has to step down. Right. And Rick Scott, actually, uh, after the recent midterms, was the only one to try to run against Mitch McConnell to be minority leader uh, of the Republican caucus there in the Senate. So yeah. you got to wonder, is he up next or it's probably the second or third in command? You know, you're, yeah. you're John Thunes from South Dakota or you're John yeah. Barrasso's from Wyoming. Well, who was, of course, there, according to Dr. Lee Schwam. Mm. He's a stroke expert <laughs> with that last name like that. I hope he knows the backstroke. <laughs> Schwam, you get it. A stroke expert and neurologist. He says, if I was there, there was a doctor in the audience. He should have gone to the emergency room immediately saying that he did suffer. According to him, uh, this is the expert on it. He said that it looked like a a mini stroke or a partial seizure. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the man's lips retire. He was frozen. Retire. Theory on the Internet. He he had a fart and he sharted and then he realized and then he didn't know what to do for for uh, 30 seconds. And of course, my theory is it was the aliens. Oh, they zapped them. And uh, we just, just again, go retire. We won't talk about it on this episode, but well, I, mean, I do want to talk about it in the future. There were more people than ever before say so they can never retire. Oh. And they stare at people like Joe Biden. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. working. I love my job. Said, yeah, because you're fucking president. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I work like at Aldi nice and I would just want right. to, can right. I retire, please? Yeah, I would please. love to retire. Please. That's why you should only, only if you voted to like cut social safety nets, you should not get them. Right. Uh, but yeah, 29% of workers under 55 said that they don't think they're ever going to retire. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to retire, but I love my job. Sure. Yeah. I hope they love their jobs. Maybe they love their jobs. No, the people saying this are exactly what Ben is saying. It's people who are, are just basically dying to retire. They're working, living yeah. paycheck to paycheck. So this it becomes horrifying to think about the fact that they'll never be able to retire. Oh. And one day you just can't go to work anymore. What do you do? Yeah. Hopefully you have a family. Hopefully you have someone in your life to take care of you because otherwise right and that's america this right is america. this is the new american yeah. dream yeah we'll keep on talking about it all right everyone well that's the episode for this week we'll be back with a tour for next week and uh yeah thank you all so much for listening thanks for coming out to the show in uh ontario california yeah, all the shows this so month. sweet all the shows this month and do we have anything else you have shows coming up we do have shows coming later up in the fall later in the fall we'll announce them later in the fall it's not like i don't know where they are right i don't know where they are <laughs> it's not like i don't know where the shows are coming up no idea and you'll see us in san diego we got a great yes. bit plan for you oh yes. yes we're gonna play the matchmaker all right everyone thanks for listening hail yourselves have a great week i'll talk to you soon bye this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to go to lastpodcastnetwork.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.